Hey everyone, welcome to D20 Woodworking. And today we are talking all things X-Men. We're talking Mutant Genesis. We're talking Cyclops. We're talking Phoenix. We're talking Mojo Mania. But it's not just me talking about this time, right? You all have heard my opinions on pretty much all these things, but I decided to invite over my friend Maurice Andrews Jr. And he has his own YouTube page. You can go check it out. Um, but I invited him over to talk with me about all these things, get our initial thoughts and impressions and what we're thinking, what we're feeling. Um, but before we get to the video, before we start, do me a huge favor, scroll down a little bit, hit subscribe, hit the like button, leave a comment. Let me know if there's other people in the future you want me to interview. Let me know if you want to see more com or more content like this. And also down in the description, I'll link to Maurice's channel if you want to go over there and support him. Uh, I know he would appreciate it. I would appreciate it. And I really hope you enjoy this, uh, you know, this conversation. All right. Well, Maurice... Thank you for being here. How are you today, man? Oh, it's a good day, man. We got a lot of good news with, uh, for, well, I guess from Fantasy Flight with what's coming up from Marvel Champions. So I'm, there's a lot to talk about, bro. So I'm excited. Yeah, man. How are you doing, man? You know, I'm good. I'm good. But yeah, <laughs> so I'm up in the Northeast and we've been having a heat wave for the past like four days of just like 100 degree weather and it's finally done. So, you know, what? it's a good day. <laughs> it's a good day. I'm done with heat. I hate heat so much. What's, what's crazy is I'm from Texas and I moved to Idaho and okay. I actually love the heat and hate the cold and I moved to the wrong place for that. <laughs> Regretting my decision, but it is what it is. <laughs> I hear they have good potatoes though. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> they do actually. <laughs> <laughs> they actually do. It's kind of crazy. On. <laughs> oh my God, that's fantastic. All right, man. So, like you said, we have uh, we have a lot to talk about today, right? We have a lot, we have a lot to go over. So I guess let's let's jump right into this. Um, in a previous video, I had talked about my thoughts of Mutant Genesis, and I, I referenced your video on it because I believe you are a more upbeat, positive human being than I am. I am not that at all. Um, so that's why I'm excited to get your thoughts. I guess let's jump right into it, right? What are your initial thoughts when you first heard the release of Mutant Genesis? Oh yeah, you know, I, I think I think the community spoke for itself. Like everybody loves X-Men, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that the nineties cartoon was phenomenal. I think there's um if you look at the the age range of people that play Marvel Champions, I mean it, it kind of wax and wane in terms of how young and old you get, but I think Marvel Champions cater to the older crowd. I'm yep. 31, and I consider myself like one of the young guns. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. Which <laughs> means that they the 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 average person, if not if they didn't watch the 90s cartoon, mm -hmm. they were heavy in the comics, right? right? So you you get the fervor of the the comic. Um, the, the people that are into the comics, you got the fervor of the people that were in the 90s uh, X-Men cartoons, and then you got the fervor of people that have loved the movies, mm -hmm. right? So you, you got this wide range of people that are excited for anything X-Men because that's all that we've gotten were either comics, the TV show, or the, uh, the movies. And, you know, there's some games here and there. But I think that this gives an opportunity for something so popular within the board game realm to be able to experience X-Men. And I don't know how many cycles they're going for, <laughs> but at this point, we'll take what we can. So I'm happy. My favorite X-Men is in it. So I'm I'm all for it, man. Yeah. Yo, mine too. I think I think we have slightly different favorites. Um, and I think we'll, <laughs> we will cover both of them shortly. Um, but yes, I, I will say that too. Because that was the big thing. Like, I never was that big in the 90s comic. Or I'm sorry, the 90s uh, cartoon show. But the movies, I feel like that was the first like real superhero movie that I saw. Maybe, maybe except for Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, that I was like, "This is actually good, right? Like, this is actually like interesting and fun, you know?" <laughs> that that was Blade for me. <laughs> oh, Blade was a good one too. That, that yeah. Though I don't know if I ever saw the second or third one. Did it get better after the first one? Uh, the, the the second one was good. The third one was okay. Ah, okay. Uh, but I mean Ryan Reynolds, you know, so you you roll with what you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> So, all right. So let's talk about these heroes, right? Colossus and Kitty Pride. Um, I guess. Well, let's start. Let's. Well, either or, we can start with both. But um, you know, I'll say, I'll, I'll be the negative Nancy right off the bat because I was the one that saw Colossus and saw Kitty Pride and yawned. 
And I've gotten in trouble on this. I've gotten in trouble on Reddit. I've gotten in trouble on Facebook because I, I share my thoughts. And uh, I said, look, I like the idea that Colossus has two tough status cards, right? That's something different at least, but he's just using it as a resource. Kitty, um, Vision, right? We, we've kind of had this already with Vision, in my opinion. That That's kind of what it looks like. Now, again, I've been wrong a lot of times with this game. They might actually be super amazing, and I just don't know it. But what do you think? What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, so I'm actually way more excited for Colossus than I am Kitty Pride. Okay. So um, he he fits that that 14 HP mode, you know, mm -hmm. where if you're 14 or up, you probably got a three or four hand size on the hero side, and then you know the uh, alter ego is just is what it is. Yeah. But I think with him, uh, he's got some phenomenal upgrades, and I think that's what separates him from the other. Uh, you know, 14, 15 hit point heroes is that his upgrades are phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's where he's going to shine. And of course, I'm a huge uh, upgrades kind of person. So the more mm -hmm. cards on the table, the happier I am. But with him, because uh, his his mechanic is not something that's new to the game. Right. Uh, we've seen this with, well, I guess relatively new, uh, mm -hmm. because we've seen this with Armadillo, right? With mm -hmm. uh, That came with uh, Nova. So... With Nova, um, excuse me, with Armadillo, he is just stacked. I don't think that he has had a, had a limit. So you just <laughs> had to peg him up until he, you know, you, you just had to peg damage off of him up mm. until he had no more tough and then take him out. I think the beautiful thing is that he only had 8 HP. Yeah. So, you know, once you get through those toughs, he was relatively easy to take out. But to go back to Colossus, um, yeah, I'm loving his kit right now. I think he's going to be fun. He's he's kind of hulkish in mm. terms of where he decides to do his damage. It's going to be crazy. I think he's going to put up Hulk-level numbers when it comes to damage dealt. Um, but it's going to be kind of flipping, flipping back and forth with him, which I don't care for. But I think that um, he has that one card that's a zero cost that allows him to switch from Alter Ego to Hero yeah, Form. that one's a cool one. Villain, Oh, yeah, I'm all for it, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited to play him in either aggression or protection. He's going to be so much fun. Mm. Uh, with Kitty Pride, I'm right along the same lines as you. I think that she's just like Vision. Um, she had a couple of cool tricks that I thought were, were interesting. She's unique enough to where mm. you can distinguish her. But it's at, this, at this point, comparing her to uh, Vision, I think you're splitting hairs. And I, but... I don't know that she will be as strong as Vision, though. Mm. So, um, I'm <laughs> so whenever certain heroes come out, I like to label them as I'm going to get them straight to the table, or I'm going to let the community figure them out and not <laughs> see if I really want them. Right? So yeah. that's where I'm at with Kitty Pride. But that's those, those are my thoughts on them too. I'm super excited for Colossus, Kitty Pride. Um, maybe the community will come up with something that'll make me interested in her, but I'll get her just because. Well, I guess she comes with the box, well, so I yeah, guess I yeah. got to get her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you down your throat, so you're getting one way or the other. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I, I mean, I, okay, I'll, I, you're, I think you are right with Colossus, right? Colossus is the more interesting hero of the two. I 100% I oh, agree. Um, I agree with the upgrades. I It's so funny, too, because I think we've talked about this in the Discord, where we compare everything to Hulk, right? Like, all these, like, 14 HP, uh, you know, uh, heroes, we're just like, this is what Hulk should have been. Like, this is what it should have been in every single time. So that kind of gets me a little bit excited because I like Hulk so much. And, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I want to see what he could have been. Um, I will say for Kitty, because I'm trying to be a more optimistic person, that um, my, my, my thing with Vision is that Vision is basically how powerful can you make Vivian? Right, like he, like I think he lives and dies by his signature ally, Vivian. Where I'm hoping that Kitty at least can stand on her own. Right, maybe that's her difference. Right, she stands on her own. She doesn't rely on a Vivian type ally and and can do some stuff. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the difference. I don't. I don't know. We'll see. So. Oh, that's. I didn't even think about that because I, I actually think Vision is strong without Vivian. Um, mm. I think that she's a really good call. I mean, a, a good ally. Well, you can argue one of the better signature allies right. um so i'm sitting here struggling trying to think if kitty pride even had a signature ally but I don't think anyways announced I, it yet now yeah so i think um depending on what that turns out to be uh yeah i i just think vision is just crazy strong but mm -hmm. i only played a few games with him 
and I kind of, I won't say I figured him out, but I see how strong he can be, and it just doesn't excite me. So that's so I have that kind of sour yeah. taste in my mouth looking at what Kitty Pry can do. But maybe her form changing now that I'm much more willing to play somebody like Spectrum. Uh, maybe she would be more inviting now. Where I'll be like, oh, okay, maybe maybe she's kind of in between those two, and maybe her interactions with the villain may be more interesting than what Vision had to offer. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I get you there. And I, that's a talk we're gonna have to have one day. Is going talking about Spectrum because I used to be hot for Spectrum. <laughs> I loved her, and I had like five terrible games in a row, and I've sworn her off. It's it's just so bad. I'm such a petty person. I really am. <laughs> <laughs> so so quick sidebar like legit so um that's I, told, I, I told you before we we started recording that i um you know i, I did my 35 ranked marvel champions heroes and spectrum yeah. was coming pretty low on the list i was like oh i feel so bad for her because i used to love her wow. so much and i was like nah you made me lose five times <laughs> i'm done with you yeah that's crazy uh, where where's hulk at actually have you dropped this video yet uh no soon. maybe i'm just late to the oh, okay soon, cool soon, soon, soon. I, I can't wait to see where hulk drops in man uh, oh, Hulk is modest. I think Hulk is modest. I like Hulk. I I am a oh. I, I am a defender of Hulk. He is my second most played hero. I like him a lot because I love punishing myself and you know seeing how that goes. <laughs> He's an interesting puzzle. He's he an is. interesting puzzle. He is. One day we'll be able to solve it. Not today, <laughs> but one day. <laughs> hey, shout out to Spider Suit. She helped out. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right so let, let's jump into the some of these villains right let's go through these villains um because as much as i was not super excited about the heroes i was less so about the villains um to say the least so let's let's run through them i i was starting off last time so i'll let you start off this time uh let's run through them uh starting with okay. Sabretooth. what are your thoughts yeah so we kind of discussed right when we started um <laughs> right when we started the the well, I guess right before we started, we mm -hmm. kind of talked about Sabretooth, and I kind of compared him to the tower defense from uh, Mad Titan Shadow, but uh, with uh, Corvus Glaive and Proxima Midnight. Mm -hmm. But with with Sabretooth's uh, uh, regenerative power, I think that that's such an interesting uh mm. puzzle to figure out because you're, you're going to have to calculate depending on how it actually works um you you may have to calculate how much damage you you can do to him or how much are you just willing to sacrifice him going back up to full health to build up to be able to do more damage um it kind of reminds me of that give and take factor that venom had mm -hmm. from the sinister motives where you know it's like man i could do 10 damage to him right now but that bad boy gonna end up with like three boost cards coming my way, right? So, so with so so with uh, what's his name with Sabretooth? I don't know if that's how it's gonna play, mm -hmm. but I think however they decide to do his regenerative um, uh, mechanic, I think that's where Wolverine is gonna fall into play. So I think that it's gonna be interesting to see how it actually works. And with defending Robert Kelly, because they, they may have enough of a distinction between mm. this and the tower defense to where it does feel like you're really trying to keep Sabretooth off this guy for whatever reason. So I think that with Sabretooth, I'm excited to see what it looks like. Um, I won't say that, you know, I'll, I'm as, as excited as I am for like Colossus, but mm. Mm. it's one of those things where I, I'm I'm trusting the creativity and the... um kind of this run that Fantasy Flight is on right now. So I'm like, you know what? They in a groove right now. Um, I'm impressed with what I see with Colossus. I'm still kind of on the fence with Kitty Pride, but I got faith that, you know, this will turn out to be something different enough from the Tower Defense that uh, maybe it, it, it'll, it'll bring me into that favor of like, you know what? This is actually a pretty cool scenario. So I, I'm excited to see what they do with that. No, it's so funny when we were talking because I, I was praising Sabretooth. I was like, nah, this is super unique. This is this this is completely different. And then you look at me and just say, nah, it's it's tower defense. And I was like, ah, I didn't even think of that. You're hundred percent right. Never been so wrong in my life. Um hey, but, but like, I, I want to hear what you what, what made you think that is so interesting because it's maybe I'm not seeing it and and I don't know if you were at Gen Con or not. No. So I wasn't able to play it or wasn't able to see it. So maybe it is something, you know, maybe he's 
<laughs> tower defense mixed with uh what's his name uh Thanos where you just right. slugging it out for two hours. No, and I so I I will say I agree with you with the healing aspect. I thought that was cool, right? I thought it was really cool to see that he can heal. I think that's interesting, unique. I think it's different. I will say even if Robert Kelly is like the tower. I don't know about you, but my game is that tower. Like, I don't think it's ever burned down. Like, I, I've never, I've never really had that burned down. And Robert Kelly seems like he will go down faster than the tower will. Yeah. So at least there's more and, threat and, with and that. And he can't be healed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, That's another thing. Yeah. So he can't I, be healed. I think, I think there's that aspect of it. I like that it's just one main scheme and not two schemes I have to worry about, right? It's one main scheme where, okay, you can't lose on it, but it just, you know, it deals damage eventually. I like that mechanic because I do have to pay attention to that for a different reason. I felt like with tower defense, the one on the one side, I think it was the, I think it was the right side. I can kind of just let it go because it doesn't really matter. Like one more bad card or something like that. It's just like, I, I'll figure that out. I'd rather worry about the thing that's right. attacking me more or whatever it was. But the one side I felt like I could just kind of ignore um, the other side. I felt like I couldn't. And I guess too, in the past, it usually feels like the first villain in most of the boxes isn't that impressive. Like there's nothing like really truly new with most of the, the first villains in the box. And this was the, this feels like the strongest first villain in any of the boxes. I remember at least. Yeah. I, I would argue, uh, what's his name is up there. Ebony Maw. Um, because he, good. Yeah. his, yeah. his spells were just so like, there's cool. nobody like him. So I, I, I give, so in terms of uniqueness, I put Sabretooth up there with, with yeah. Ebony Maw. Uh, Cause they, yeah. they definitely are pretty unique. Yeah, no, no, I definitely agree with that. So I guess that's how I was looking at too. It's just like the very first one. I was like, okay, this this is cool. Like this is they're they're trying. So that's all I care about, right? I just want them to try new things. I want them to to entertain me. Just entertain me. <laughs> and uh, I I felt like this was a good start for that. So yeah. Um. All right. So moving on to Sentinels. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts about these Sentinels? Shoulder shrug. Like that. This is the one i'm yeah. the least excited for it i didn't see anything too crazy with it um i'm excited that we get to fight them um especially being terrorized by sentinel in marvel versus capcom 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. once people figured him out oh man that's there that's <laughs> all that people ran in that game man. but um yeah I, I don't see anything too crazy with it um you know i i think it's it's almost a uh, just do to have them within the game. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of like them putting out a box without having Magneto in it. Even if uh, Apocalypse was the big bad, mm -hmm. you know, at least have Magneto the one right before or something like that. So, um, I think, you know, is uh, I'll I'll wait to see what happens. They haven't released too much information. I was going through reading it just now, and you know, they've got you know a couple Six of cards. cards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, eh, you know. Like maybe maybe there's something that's different to this scene that I'm just not quite seeing yet, or that they just haven't released yet. But you know, we'll see what happens when it comes out. Yeah, I mean that's kind of how I feel too. The only thing is this Operation Zero Tolerance thing, right? It's the fourth side scheme that gets that gets permanence in there. Where basically it's what is it? Uh, after the enemy attacks, it defeats an ally. Place the ally face down under this scheme. If there's X amount of cards, which for a solo would be three or four total. Um, you lose the game, which to me is just, it's the collector, right? I'm just playing the collector right. again, slightly different. So this is the, this is the, one of the first villains now where I'm just like, all right, I know this mechanic. I know what they're trying to do with it. It feels recycled. And as I was going through the first time reading this, when I saw that, I was like, all right, we've, we've, we've been here, done this type of thing. That's how I kind of felt with it. Um, and you're right though. We only saw stage one. I have no idea what stage two brings. I have no idea what his cards are, right? We have no idea what's going on with him. So it might be amazing yeah. stuff, you know, who knows? <laughs> but I do think that that's interesting with allies because allies are so, uh, man, I won't say overpowered, but they're so favored in the game yeah, yeah. because of what they bring to your hero. So, Whenever these guys are attacking, regardless if it's, uh, you know, mm -hmm. minions or the villain, like you have to decide, like, all right, if I lose Nick Fury right here, can I beat this scenario without having Nick Fury? Right. And so yeah. it's not like you can go back and get them, you know, like you could with Taskmaster or um, or like the collector, like they gone. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> so either either you, you know, this is looking at hulk you know this is where this people like him can shine he's like man i don't need allies man i got 
55 Hill. What's up? So well, I, I'm yeah. excited to see see how that goes. And and it's interesting too because like I know you know in general the community I and mean, myself you know you, I throw allies out there to do like a damage or two right and then they just take the big hit for me right like I just right. I don't want to get hit. Um, but like <laughs> if you're playing protection, like you should be able to do pretty well. It seems like against this scenario and. I feel like every single box has an aspect that's really that um, has an aspect that's really strong against it. And to me, I'm getting a lot of vibes that protection is going to be that aspect with this, um, not oh, with yeah. just that one, but also the next one after this. Um, but just in general, that like that's my gut feeling. It, it, it might be completely wrong, but um, yeah, that's my only thing that I saw with Sentinels was just that I got the vibes of collector, a little bit easier of a collector, but still collector vibes. So. <laughs> All right, Master Mold. We have him coming in. Um, you know his his big thing is that when Master Mold schemes against you, discard cards from the encounter deck until a Sentinel minion is discarded, and you put it into play. And uh, you know each of the the Sentinels gains guards. Right. So if you don't, if you let him scheme, it's not good. Right. That's that seems to be the general gist of it. And I'm sure this card's going to force him to do it. It seems like a, a decent enough mechanic. What, what what are your thoughts? Yeah, this is. Uh... Man, because I, I hate to keep comparing it to things, <laughs> but it reminds, it. <laughs> it, it, it reminds me of Zola. It reminds me of Zola, right? Yeah, like this yeah. is this is Zola 2.0, and I, I'm okay with that because Zola, and I, I'm pretty sure the community will agree with me. Zola is one of the best mm -hmm. designed villains in the game. I think that his design works so well with who he is as a character and how terrible those mutants are that he creates so i, I look at at master uh master mold and you know him calling down sentinels to fight you know being team thor like this <laughs> bring them on man I was, that, that's gonna make me so happy so um yeah i, I think this is gonna be cool man like his his um upgrades to those sentinels look a little nasty so you really you know if you're playing with somebody that's uh nine ten hp you might be in the world of hurt yeah. coming into this um coming into this this scenario so um i can kind of see where colossus and kitty prime may be you know pretty good for this you know like mm -hmm. i think galaxy's most wanted was kind of a, a outlier in terms of matching up heroes for that set right but i think this one they these guys are definitely tailor-made to it um to to be able to 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 deal with whatever it is that master mode is bringing to the table which looks like just this influx of sentinels that's coming in to do damage so i'm excited um yeah i'm, I'm excited to see how how this works i think it's just going to be this onslaught mm -hmm. of minions in your face all the time and how are you going to get to master mode to keep him from winning yeah i agree i i definitely got zola vibes from him um but hopefully a little bit better because what's always killed me with zola was retaliate right that you just can't do anything with it the way i play half the time is just like oh i do two damage here i'll do three damage here and that's such a bad trade-off right like they just it doesn't right. work out in your favor um but I like that he has stalwart. I think that makes him a more interesting villain, uh, because you know you can't you can't stun him, you can't stop him from from scheming against you. So for those who flip down, I think this could be a more interesting hero or a villain to fight against, because right. you can't flip all the time, right? It's it's going to mess you up. It's going to end poorly for you. So as someone who doesn't flip a lot, just doesn't excite me as much. <laughs> but you know, for those who, who like to flip and play the game correctly, you know. Um, I, I think there's more there for it. So, um, okay. So next we have the mansion attack, which right off the bat, this felt like an updated, better version of the wrecking crew to me. Um, I got the same exact vibes with the different main schemes um, or where, yeah, the main schemes, the different main schemes. Yep. So I got the same vibes as that literally four things. Um, now I know people don't like the wrecking crew. I get it. I think it's fine, but this does feel like just an updated version of it. That's more difficult um than the wrecking crew is yeah and if i understood it correctly i think that you're playing each one of them one at a time and it's kind of they they you know they have so 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 you have the villain that you're fighting against mm -hmm. and then you've got whatever is going on with the different part of the mansion and it's kind of cool depending on how the game play out right. you know when i first played this 
it may be totally different than the way you play this scenario. Right. And I think the variability of how you're able to determine who you go up against is what makes this appealing, my opinion. Because these, I mean, these four guys, um, I think Blob and Toad are pretty, uh, I guess, relatively popular villains. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't care that much about Avalanche. And Pyro has mm -hmm. always been kind of a interesting one, depending on the, the variation that you get from you know, whatever medium you've seen them in. But um, I think that, uh, yeah, like, like it's, it's, it's in that same mold of Wrecking Crew and uh, even uh, this last one, uh, uh, six, Sinister six. six. Yeah, yeah, where it's, 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 it's a little different than those. So I think that this one, now that Fantasy Flight has kind of gotten their rhythm of getting some variability and uniqueness to their, uh, to their villains, I think that this one will definitely stand out over those two is it, is i i really think that this one um man I, and i hope i'm not putting my foot in my mouth with this <laughs> but i really think this one may actually outshine those like just by a little bit no yeah i i agree with you and like when i compare it to um like compare it to what was it wrecking crew um I, I I guess I should I should say that's important that I think it's it's based off of Wrecking Crew, but because of the experience and what they have, it'll be better than Wrecking Crew, right? Like I, I just feel like the, right. the overall oh, foundation 100%. is is the same, but it'll just be a better version of that. Um, right. So I I mean I'm I'm somewhat excited for it. I feel like we again you're right we just had this with Sinister Six, except Sinister Six was a little bit different how it worked. Obviously this will be different how it works. So I I just get the same vibes, um, but I. I think you're right. They will change this up enough to make it interesting. But um, yeah, I think this was probably the one I was most interested for. And maybe I just have a thing for fighting multiple villains, right? Maybe maybe that's my thing that I'm into now. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, all right, let's jump in to the very last one, Magneto, who um, when I first read through him, I was like, oh, he seems fine. Like he, he actually seems like, not as hard as Venom Goblin, which maybe is a good thing. Um, but yeah, I didn't see anything that like really stood out too much where I was like, oh, this is like super different. But we all know he's going to be stupidly tough, right? He's, he's going to be hard. He has to be. So what are, you, what are your thoughts on Magneto? Um, I think this he he reminds me of a, uh, a Galaxy Most Wanted villain. Mm. I think that he's going to be fast. Like yeah. he's... He's he's going to be getting those magnet counters, and once he because because you depending on how you shuffle the deck, and I don't know how many of these magnet mm -hmm. cards will be in the in the deck, but uh, if I understood him correctly, you know he he gain these counters, and when he have a certain amount, then you have to discard a, a cards from the encounter deck yeah. until you get to a magnet one reveal it, and then uh, take the magnet counters off, and it's a rinse repeat. Um, and he's and my man's kind of hefty. I, I think he's yeah. he's got about 20 HP or something like that per person. Uh, 18, so let, yeah, let me yeah, double check. Yeah. 18. First, so first he's one, yeah. so not only are you dealing with asteroid M going crazy, you got him that's soaking up so much damage. He's got that card magnetic bubble where he can gain uh retaliation. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he also has um, it's, it's similar to Rhino where when Rhino had five uh, uh with, with his suit. Where you had to deal five damage with Magneto, I think it's eight. So, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's going to be wild. So, you're going to have to find a way to rush him down and to try to deal with all these cards that he have that's going to keep you from either doing damage to him or mitigate the amount of damage that you're doing to him while he's sitting there rushing through the encounter deck like crazy. So, I think I think he might give people some problems. Um, mm. He's definitely a... A final boss. Um, yep. Oh, and he's steady, as if you know, like <laughs> I, that because all this wasn't enough. So yeah. he's steady. So I think that you know, so you you have ways to try to slow him down, but it's a lot of energy that's dedicated to that. So you're going to have to pick and choose how you either slow him down or do you just rush him? Do you yep. just gamma slam, Hulk smash him? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. and then it rinse and repeat so uh yeah he, he's gonna be interesting i'm excited i'm actually excited for for magneto i i think you're right i think 
my gut says that it'll be a lot of cards like what is that wrapped in metal and electromagnetic yeah. blast where it affects you and not necessarily boosts him as much which i think if they do stuff like that is super awesome right they're like i'm yeah. just dealing with stuff on me it's like okay how do i get through this i think that's a different take on you know rodin loki and venom goblin who have been more about okay they get really beefy and then you're just like right. i guess i'm rushing them well i can't rush them when i can't you know thwart attack defend or recover so <laughs> you know i, I love like that aspect right. of it more. Um, but yeah, he is definitely the, the most excited villain I think I am for, um, for sure. And I mean, he's going to be tough, right? We know he's going to be tough. But it's funny because, oh, yeah. like, on paper, when I first glanced through him, I was just like, no, nah, I don't think he looks that bad. And, and then once you start reading through some of these other cards, you're like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Depends <laughs> on how many magnetic cards there are. <laughs> like, if it's all yeah, magnetic man. cards. <laughs> Where Quicksilver at? <laughs> yeah, right. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, maybe after this box, Quicksilver would get out my um, sail back to the store tier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's rough. That's a rough tier. I like it though. <laughs> yeah, man. I sell them back so quick. <laughs> oh man. All right. So that is the box. Let's jump in to our announced heroes, right? And the very first one, I'm yep. I'm gonna let you take away with this one because i have a good oh, feeling man. that you are a fan of our, our first hero <laughs> that was announced which is cyclops <laughs> <laughs> oh man don't make me take up your whole evening That's so right. <laughs> what i love about cyclops um he takes an aspect no I, let me not use aspect he takes a mechanic of the game and makes it extremely interesting mm -hmm. and that's with tactics you don't see the keyword tactic all that often in this game. And I think that he's taking something and kind of defining it. Mm -hmm. So with tactics, if you look at a lot of the tactic cards, they, they don't really mesh into like a, a, a mold. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they're they just tactic cards by, by name. But what he is doing is taking tactics and, and, and uh, forcing them to be attachments to where they uh, affect whoever it's on. Mm -hmm. So, and I know that that's the point of of, of uh, attachments, but with him, is is definitely a, a way to kind of debuff heroes. I mean, uh, villains or, mm -hmm. or minions, and it allows for these extra kickers to happen. So he's applying kickers to these different minions and villains. So he have that one where he attaches to somebody mm -hmm. and whoever defeats them they draw two cards he's got the one where he's attaching something to someone and you know you do an extra damage to them um he's got one that he can attach to them and they do one less damage so he's he's out of here doing what he can to uh to help out the table and i love that card that he have where uh he's the, the field commander i think it's called where he always goes first so yeah. he can get those cards out and you know he's got the two one two stat line, so he's not about to do a lot of damage unless he's optic blasting, right? And that gives him the opportunity to either optic blast a minion that's about to terrorize the table, <laughs> or he can get out the right tactics out there to 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 help swing the the game into uh, the hero's favor. So I love the I love that they took somebody who's known for his ruby quartz. Uh, shades mm -hmm. and his leadership and made that into a hero and i think that they did a phenomenal job with it um i'm excited to be able to get him to the table i i'm i'm looking forward to being able to do so much damage with the optic blast to be able to hit somebody for 11 with uh piercing and overkill yeah. <laughs> oh man that's just gonna be so nasty so i'm excited and I, i'm hoping um that we get to see this redefined tactic become more of a, uh, a more of a strategy in this game to where they're releasing tactic cards down mm -hmm. the road. So, you know, it's not just these tactic cards that we're dealing with Cyclops, but they're tactic cards that anybody can use. Of course, they will favor him depending on the aspect that they're in, but they, it gives them the opportunity to, um to to bring life to a part of the game that nobody cared about right so i think that you know if you name ask somebody to name the most popular tactic card in the game they couldn't do it right, right. all i can think of right now is tactic team <laughs> i mean uh tech tech team so yep. it's like there's not a lot of them so hopefully this gives opportunity 
to bring a keyword that don't mean much in the game right now and make it mean something to mm-hmm. where they're debuffs or uh, it's kind of like the preparation cards, right? Like they have a, a, a purpose on being on the table and they actually fit the theme of preparation. Hopefully we get that with um, with tactic cards that we can, you know, have these opportunities to put stuff on the villain or, or minions or even on yourself. If, yeah. you know, you put something on yourself and it's like if you defeat a minion this turn, draw a card or something like that, right? So I think... I think the the sky's the limit for that. Cyclops will only benefit from that. Mm-hmm. The whole hero uh, diaspora can benefit from it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny too because I I did my preview on Cyclops and Amelia. I, I, was, I wasn't that impressed because I think too much like a solo player, and I think that was my problem. Because <laughs> I'm looking at these cards and like I like the idea of like upgrades on <laughs> villains and, and like minion stuff, and I was right. like, okay, like I like that mechanic, but. Until I forgot who I was talking to was talking about this like no 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 they're like think more outside the box you are a leader of literally the table not not in the game like the table itself as a multiplayer and when I realized that I finally realized that okay that's what they're trying to do like you are truly the leader of the physical game you're playing not in the game and that yes you're putting out these upgrades and you know the attachment gets minus one attack well that's not just for you that's helping you it's helping your teammates out and once I realized that that was beautiful yeah it's to me once that was told to me I was like okay i get it more like this is more now more interesting like maybe i won't love him for solo but yeah for multiplayer i think it's really cool that like whoever is cyclops is i mean he's the leader of the x-men right you are the legit leader like this is this is all now like the leader um so i i think putting it in that perspective made me appreciate him a lot more and get me a bit more excited for him um because yeah a lot of these things like you know when they increase the damage the uh attack enemy takes by one or whatever is one of the things i was like oh that's like one each turn and i'm gonna blast it off and whatever and someone's like well no like if you have like a table of four like that's four extra damage now you put out for that one and i was like oh yeah no that could be a really good card so um it was one of those things i felt like i because i look at everything from a solo lens I, I didn't give Cyclops a fair enough treatment in my mind mm. until I started thinking about, no, Marvel Champions, the game, even though we all play it solo and enjoy it, it is a team-based game, right? It's a co-op game, and he embodies that. And I was like, all right, I guess he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that, man. I'll take that. I'll take that. That was a beautiful explanation because I didn't even think of it that way in terms of him being the leader of the table. Like, I, I just... Uh, saw it as more of him just being the tactician, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> but I think that that that's a that's a good point because I don't think of the game in terms of solo. Like I rarely play this game one handed. I always play two handed, yeah. and I think that that does change your perspective on things. And that's I know we keep bringing it back to our boy Hulk, but I think that that's where <laughs> that's where he struggles, right? Yeah. He struggles in in solo, so people have that perspective of him, but. You know, bringing it back to Cyclops, I think that, yeah, I, I think that the more people at the table, the better he is. Mm-hmm. And even at two people, he's he's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Because you have to remember, he also is about to ride with a bunch of X-Men in his yeah. deck. So that that even applies to all the other attachments that he have. You know, he's probably throwing stuff on them, too. So, yep. you know, there's, there's, it's going to get crazy. So I'm excited for him, man. So excited. And that's definitely, you're right. That's one of those things where as the game progresses, because to go back to the Guardians box, this was always, um, I, I think, I think somebody on Discord brought this up that the the biggest issue with the Guardians box was starting off with Groot and Rocket, and they depend so much on cards that come out after they were there. So people were like, "They're terrible heroes. They're not that good." And the box was insanely hard. That once you compare it to everything else, you're like, "Oh, they're actually pretty good." I think Cyclops. Now we're in that mindset that like, no, no, heroes will get better with more stuff that comes out for them. Cyclops is going to keep getting better and more interesting. So I'm I'm appreciative of that. I think that's going to be good. Yeah. The the more X-Men that come out in aspects, the better he gets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So next up is Phoenix, my favorite, my absolute favorite. She's my girl. She's oh, she's so phenomenal. I have a secret crush on her. Um, don't tell my wife. She's not listening. She never listens to this, so it's fine. Vince <laughs> guy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Phoenix, man. I... I so again, 
going back to the original when I started doing my videos and I saw Cyclops and I was not super impressed. I saw Mutant Genesis. I was not super impressed. I was having panic attacks because I knew Phoenix was coming, Ooh. right? We all knew she was coming. And I was like, just yeah. don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. And then I saw the announcement. I was like, okay, this is good. I, I like where this is going. Um, I like this Phoenix force, right? I like the fact that you know, you you basically can go quote unquote crazy with power, right? Like, yeah. it's just it becomes a whole different game. And I know a lot of people are arguing, well, why wouldn't you just want to be on the more aggressive side, right? The unleashed uh, side. And to me, the balance is going to come down to when you get Burning Hunger, right? Burning Hunger is our obligation. That's going to get out Dark Phoenix and consume the world. And I think you're basically game over at that point. Like you cannot pay attention to the villain. I know we talked about, or not we, but it's been talked about in the past where, um, was it nemesis is like some of them are really hard some are really easy i think this is going to be almost impossible nemesis and that's why the balance is there with with phoenix i think that's what's going to make her interesting that yes okay maybe i can flip her over but i gotta work to get her back because that the obligation might be coming right shadows of the past might be coming but it's work to flip back over you can't just do it so um a lot of people i saw initially were just like well no just flip over to the unleashed side it will be fine and i don't think it will be and i think a lot of people are actually probably going to dislike her off the bat because they're going to flip her over the game's going to end and they're going to be like her nemesis is too strong it's not fun or whatever and i i I think that's what it's going to be but i love everything about her i love her design um i'm 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 really excited for it and psionic i think will be um what is it the new mystic right essentially i i think that's what they're gonna probably gear up for i know you're not a fan but maybe, maybe you'll like this one it's it's, it's kind of cool <laughs> like it's not too bad <laughs> uh, you, you know i was i i think that they did her justice with <laughs> that's funny i think they did her justice by yes putting her in justice, justice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that just hit me right there but i think i think that's where she's going to excel yeah. because she seems like an interesting build hero. Um, surprisingly, mm-hmm. like, like I think with her um, having those counters and being able to use them as wild resources, will be able to get those kickers on on certain cards. So like lay lay down the law, um, uh, concussive blow. Like she should be able to do things to be able to confuse uh, the the enemy. And she has that three one two stat line, right? Yep. So yep. she starts off with three. Um, Thwarting, yeah. and even if you attach heroic intuition on her to where she has that plus one thwart, now she's sitting at a four one two stat line, and then if she flips over to unleash, she's sitting at a two three two, yeah, which is crazy. So I think that she she's got a decent stat line regardless of how you cut it. But I think um, the the hard part is going to be balancing that that restrained and unleashed on knowing you know. I don't know if you play League of Legends, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I always, yeah. um, for, for whatever reason, Marvel Champions reminds me so much of League of Legends. But she reminds me of Rise because mm. when he when he changed, uh, when they reworked him, you know, he have that kind of, or maybe Nar would be a better fit, mm. where you have that form change that's almost forced. And you just got to deal with it for that time frame. And I think that with her, she's going to have to, you're going to have to try to balance that as best as you can. Like you say that when that obligation roll out, like you, you, you on the clock, like you are on the clock because dark Phoenix is coming to that table. She's practically a villain. Yes. She's coming in with 12, 12 hit points. I was like, man, she a Ronan junior, bro. Like that's crazy. So I think, I think now like in that, in, in the, um, uh, what do you call it? The the side scheme that she comes out with is permanent. Yep. So if you don't take care of that, like like you Game's just over. got another lose condition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you know, normally when 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 nemesis come out, they make the game a little bit harder. But now it's like, nah, you got a whole another losing condition on the table. You got Dark Phoenix that's trying to take your head off with the villain that's trying to take your head off, and you got a whole side scheme that yep. is practically main scheme 2.0. So yep. I think that um she's she's extremely interesting i don't know if if she's going to be powerful enough to warrant this kind of nemesis set mm. but i i don't know like i but like you say and <laughs> i'm not a huge mystic kind of person i think psionic is going that same way yeah. which is you know it is what it is but um like i still think that she's interesting enough mechanic wise to uh, be able to pull off some some interesting combos i think she's definitely going to be strong in justice 
Um, one can argue aggression. I think that uh, when she's able to go unleash, she can do some nasty stuff in aggression. So um, I think that those will probably be her top ones, mm. though I wouldn't be surprised if she turned out to be pretty good in protection too. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I, I'm excited, man. I, I think that... At first, I wasn't too excited about it, but the more I read her and the more and more and more I just sat down and tried to think her kit through, she's going to be one of the more popular X-Men, I think, in the game. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny. So you bring up that, um, you know, that you don't think she's going to be strong enough to take on her nemesis. And I, I agree. I agree with that 100%. I actually, so I have I have a wild theory that I don't know if it'll be true, but I'm, I, I haven't said too much. But I believe that these first four heroes, right, Kitty, Colossus, um, Cyclops, and Phoenix are all going to be bad pure solo. I think the game wants you to play with other people, and I think that's what they're pushing because X-Men is all about the team build, right? Like, Boy, look at you. Okay. Thor has his own movie. Captain America has his own movie. They do their own thing. They can all play solo. The X-Men always work as a team. I have a gut feeling, at least with these, I think Wolverine will be the first one that's like a true the crazy solo good one, but I think all of these are built to play as a team, and they're not focusing on solo with these. This is, it's my wild theory, but I I want to see if it holds true. No, boy, look at you! You've been thinking over there. What else am I gonna do with my life, man? This is this is all, <laughs> this, is all this is all I got. <laughs> that's unbelievable yeah so, that's a that's a good theory though man i like that yeah i i have a gut feeling that that's what they're gonna do we'll see when it actually comes out okay. i, I kind of hope not because i want to play phoenix pure solo but i think um unlike you i don't play a lot i, I barely play any two-handed solo and i think this cycle is going to push me in that direction to do that which i'm actually excited for right i'm excited for the game to make me do new things i haven't really thought about so it'll be cool if it does that um but yeah mostly all right last thing Last thing to cover, Mojo Mania. I, truth be told, I have researched this um, exactly five minutes before we called. And that is the entirety of my research. So let me know your thoughts. What what, what am I looking out for? What am I seeing here? What, what should I be excited for? Yeah, I'll try to wrap up uh, my, my latest video in a few minutes. But <laughs> I think Magog is going to be the stealer of the show. I think that, um, you know, his 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 uh scenario mostly comes around uh the trying trying to win the favor of the crowd mm -hmm. so each person have a card that is specific to the heroes and the villain and you're trying to rack up these points to get a cheering crowd so as soon as you hit because both sides start off being booed and then whenever you hit that threshold from being booed it flips over mm -hmm. and then you got a certain amount of favor to 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 rack up to win the scenario if he gets more favor he wins if the heroes get more favor than they win so i think it's going to be interesting to see how they balance out the way that favor can be won with mm -hmm. the crowd um and i think that this is such a unique and interesting scenario that is coming straight out of the box i think that this might be my favorite one so far that i've read um with uh the scenario packs so i'm mm -hmm. super excited about it and then you go into fighting spiral um if you all have played marvel versus capcom 2 you know she's the chick with like the the six arms with the viking helmet you know yeah. she was another top tier hero uh well character in that game and hers is really interesting you know you're jumping through these tv shows trying to find her you know she's mm. running away from you and you're trying to find her because she's the one that can get you to mojo so um you know she start off the scenario where you can't hurt her and there, there's a separate deck uh that's called the show deck okay and you do these different actions to reveal cards from that show deck and you're trying to get this card that lets you know you found her and when you find her you can flip her over and mm. that's when you can attack her and then there's a condition to where she can escape from you again and then it's rinse and repeat and so i think that it's an interesting way on not focusing so much on you know taking damage away from the the villain as much as it is kind of you know taking these these chances with putting threat onto a scheme to be able to draw from that deck or whatever the case may be mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're taking some chances on trying to find her and i think that that's a cool way to do a chase scene um and then you got mojo who is like the hood you know he's got a ton of 
uh, scenarios, um, not scenarios, modular decks that's uh, um, that's that's hanging out on the side, and you got a certain amount of time, uh, a run through of that deck to be able to uh, to beat them. So, and he's got uh, a huge threshold yeah, on 25. his main stage. Yeah, so so there's there's ways that you can get threat put on your character. And when you flip down, all that threat go onto the main oh, scheme. Okay. So there's that that's going on. And then um what happens is as the encounter deck is going by, um, there's an environment card that's uh that says spinning and stopped. Okay. So as you're going through the encounter deck, it's spinning. So whenever it stops, um, or whenever you get to the last card on the in- in- encounter deck, if there's another modular set to the side you shuffle it back in and then you flip it back over to the to the spinning so he's constantly adding shows to this whole thing that's going on and if he run if his uh if his writers run out of shows to add to this scenario then then you lose right so so you're battling essentially against the 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 creativity of his writers (laughs) while fighting him so it's it's a it's a cool it's as ridiculous as the character but i think that it's such an interesting like i wish this was in mutant Mutant (laughs) but at the end of the day i think that this this pack i think will overtake uh uh green goblin as the more popular mm. uh scenario packs that's been released solo uh so right now you know i think kang is a super close second but i still think people tend to favor green goblin i think mojo might come in and take the gate um i think that those are two extremely uh well three excuse me extremely unique um uh like they're, they're unique yeah. scenarios and i think that after like, like, I think it's something fun to break the monotony of just fighting a villain all day. And I think that that's, that's what this pack is doing. It's allowing you to fight, but it's it's not just as simple mm. as just getting HP down. So I'm excited. I'm super excited for it. I mean, I, I love just, like, the names of some of these environments, man. Dial M for Mojo, right? A play on, on um, Dial M for Murder. The Game of Thrones one. The CSI one. The Law and Order one. Like, this is hilarious. This is fantastic. It's amazing. So. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so ridiculous. But I think that's, that's just beautiful uh, fan service, man. And I yeah. think that they're doing a good job with the creativity of this. So, I'm, man, I'm super excited. I think the rest of this year is definitely it's going to be nice, man, because we got what uh, Mutant Genesis coming out next month mm. with Cyclops and, and Phoenix. And then we know Wolverine is coming out at some point. So that that leaves room for maybe one or two more uh, X-Men. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It'll be interesting to see who comes out. Um, the the rumor is uh, Storm. Storm's next, so we'll we'll see if that's what actually happens. Um, but yeah, no, this was good, man. This was good hanging out with you. This was good talking to you. I I I feel more excited about this cycle now. So I appreciate your positivity and talking to me about this. So thank you, man. Free of charge, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right man well you take care i really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today maurice yes sir i appreciate you for having me on bro <laughs>